Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Go. Oh, I know. Go. I, just, I, just, I, I don't know what happened, Dan, but I just clicked the box. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Uh, let's. I, I don't even know where to start, Dan. Holy shit, was this a packed weekend for me. I did get 36 holes of golf in at Berkeley Hills Country Club. I may have shot the lowest round of my pathetic golfing career um so uh let's see that what well, hey the highlight man we got to see dj jazzy jeff no minus the fresh prince but uh but das barbecue uh put on a great show with weber grills and uh yeah we threw a few beers back and uh had a had a hell of a large time what about i thought you were supposed to be off playing golf last week Oh, well, it was raining, so we didn't get a chance to do that but i did see your pictures with the jazzy jeff that seemed like that was pretty damn cool yeah, yeah, it was fun, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Back to this. Deflect, back, deflect, deflect, back, deflect. Back. I, I see what you did there. I see what you did. No, no, no. Hold on. So I, I think uh, you were where kind of middle North Carolina up in the mountains, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Cashers Highlands. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if I'm hearing you correctly, you said it rained. So what do they uh, they close the courses in uh, in the Highlands when it rains? <laughs> Thank you for me. (laughs) All new meaning to mud ball. (laughs) (laughs) Heard it it here first, boy. Dan, I tell you, uh, talk about somebody that's committed to the show and the cause. Keep up up the good work, Dan. You're really, uh, really bringing it home out there. Bringing it, bringing it. Bring in the heat. Bring in the heat. Uh, Well, I'll tell you. So I, I, I just picked this up yesterday, by the way, on the way to Berkeley Hills. So it's the only North Carolina, the only bottle. And it's not North Carolina, but it's the only bottle that I could find on the shelf out of all these bottles. I know it's hard to believe. Oh, boy. But Whiskey 43 is the only bottle I could find that has a North Carolina tie to it. I would have, mind you, been drinking tequila. 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 But, but I may have drank it all yesterday, <laughs> celebrating uh, the first PGA Tour victory of Abraham Answer. So, uh, cheers to Abe. I, I thought for sure Harris English had that in the bag. Um, I, I was like, yeah, I don't even think anybody's going to catch him. But I guess two double bogeys and a bogey on the back nine, uh, it doesn't look good on the scorecard and it doesn't hold up well. Uh, doesn't get you into the playoffs either. Playoffs. Speaking of playoffs, <laughs> I mean, it's just like what it's the, I feel like the playoff stretch in, Men's professional golf looks a lot like Patrick Reed's schedule. It's every week, back to back to back to back to back. I mean, I don't know. I don't. We, I haven't looked at this yet. We'll need to look this up. We need to get our. Uh, we need to get our stat person on this one. It is the 2021 season. Is it the most playoffs ever in a PGA season? I don't recall ever seeing this many. But it's and it's not like. It's not one, you know, two people playoffs. I mean, we're talking three, four, the Olympics, I think with a seven man playoff or seven person playoff. It's just like ridiculous, man. I mean, these people are getting, these guys are getting just better and better and better. And we're mentioning a lot of names that 
we it's like who in the hell is that guy i mean you still can't pronounce seamus correctly and it's seamus the seaman um but i i don't i mean i i'm not complaining about it but uh but man it is uh it seems like it is harder than ever to win a uh to win a pga tournament these days so uh again congrats to the tequila man a answer on his uh, his first victory said he's waited his whole life for this so there you have it and uh who couldn't sam burns and hideki just couldn't uh couldn't hold on there i think you mentioned it right you thought hideki had made that putt oh yeah and uh, yeah, I, I did too. I mean, I don't know, Hideki's playing some damn good golf now, and and, and he's showing up in, uh, in Greensboro this week. So I don't know. We'll see where we get to. I was a little surprised that he was going to be showing up in Greensboro, but um, in fact, he is. So that's good. But um, I thought he made that putt. It looked great to me. Um, hey, congrats to the to the answer man and to answer the uh, the Kilo man. He. Um, we, we talk about him quite a bit. We've been big fans of him for a long time, and it's great to see it. I mean, what's odd is it's like, you know, he's cleaned up the hair, he shaved the beard, got a new caddy, and here he is. And then, boom, here's my victory. Victory, victory. Uh, mar- market, uh, market a zero, Donnie. I'm done. <laughs> um, yes, and I think I could be wrong because I was uh, I was definitely partly cloudy uh, at the end of the day yesterday. If you couldn't tell from what I was posting at Birdies underscore Bourbon on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dixie had a great time, by the way. She really did. Let me tell you, Dixie. She was really bird dogging the uh, the drone. So I forget the guy's name, but somebody that was there from a media standpoint, they had a drone. And they were kind of flying it out in the audience. And Dixie just starts barking, man, like just attack mode. And she's staring up in the sky. And I'm like, oh, shit, Dixie must have gotten my uh, my liquor. <laughs> but no. Uh, and as I continue to look, I'm like, oh, it's a drone. She, I guess she doesn't like drones. Mm. Who knew? Who knew Boykins didn't like drones? I, mm. new, new one for me. But, uh, but yeah, good, uh, great tournament in Memphis. Um, who else? Uh, what else did I see? Oh, uh, so I saw Alex Castle, so the uh, master distiller at uh, Old Dominic's in Memphis. She um, looks like she hosted Balionis over there for some whiskey tasting and uh, and a tour of Old Dominic Distilling. So that looks uh, looked like a good time. I didn't get my invitation for that, by the way. Did you? No, no, no. I must have gotten lost in the mail or something. That's, but that's, uh, that's tough. but that's we, uh, Alex uh, does a, a phenomenal job with the with that bourbon and everything over there. I mean, good, good stuff. So I'm sure Amanda had a really good time. I mean, it's kind of hard to beat that in Memphis, I would think. What do you think? Uh, I'm uh, upset would be the wrong. I'm disappointed that I didn't get the invitation. Yeah. I, I would have loved to have been uh, been a party to that uh, to that conversation, that tour, and tasting. So, yeah, it looked, looked like good times. Uh, let's see. So we're entering into. So this is the last tournament. Oh, yeah, hold on, hold on. I may not be may not be done. Did I tell you I shot a seventy seven yesterday? Uh, yeah, you told me we talked earlier today, and uh, you told me that about four times. So this makes like five or six. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Well, I just wanted to make sure. I mean, Hey, that is, that's like <laughs> no, that's novel, good, man. man. That's good. That's, that's really good. That, I'm messing with that's, you. That's good. That, yeah. That's not, yeah. and I missed probably three or four birdie putts too. So oh, did you? Uh, I'd have to get back and count. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, I had, I had a pretty good cocktail going there. So I, I, I wish I would have written down that mixture that I was, uh, <laughs> injecting into my body. 
Um, but I, I didn't. So yeah, I don't know. Probably never happen again, I guess. But I mean, you know, kept the score. I guess I could have just written it on the scorecard and pretended like I made that, but, uh, either way. Um, so what else happened over the week? Well, I, I, I thought your boy Louie was gonna make a run this week too. I mean, good Lord guy's been on fire. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, like tournament after tournament after tournament, just showing up. But I, I mean, I guess if you, if you've got it going on and you're on a, you're on a streak, right. I mean, why let it go? I mean, it's, it's golf, right. I mean, how hard can it be? So, I mean, yeah, that I'm not taking anything away from it. It was like, Oh my God, another, you know, another, another week and you're playing in another tournament. But yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, it's golf. I mean, I, I would definitely have showed up every week if I could have. So is DJ getting sneaky good on us? I think he is. Oh, I don't know. Hey, T10 last week. I don't know. We'll see how he does this week. Um, I, I played, <laughs> um, who did I, I played Scheffler. Uh, T14, oh, yeah. T14. How'd your one and done do? T14, done pretty good. T14. I thought he was going to do better. He was uh, he was doing better early in the week. Uh, Burger, another T5. He loves that place, man. Oh, what do you think about Bryson with this? Uh, you know, I thought he was going to make a run for it on Sunday. Uh, I would say that Harris English has put him on the do not pair me with him list. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I thought Harris English had this thing in the bag, man. I mean, he just looked uh, he looked really good. And I guess they were saying that they put him on the clock on the back nine. Yeah. Uh, what is Harris comes in, shoots a 73 for the final 62, 65, 65, 73. Woof. That has got to be hard to choke down, man. Um, and then you got Bryson that comes in, shoots a 74, which he was playing. I mean, he had played pretty good, you know, through the, the first three days as well. So I, I don't know. Um, it's, uh, I guess it kind of had to get in, get in their head when they, uh, when they put them on the clock, but All right, uh, let's do a prediction. So is Bryson in, um, I'll go March. So for like API next year, is he playing Cobra club still? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I think so. I, I, I think that. I think a lot of people like us heard his comments about the driver and the, the, the folks at Cobra. And I think we're taking that and, and exhausting it to the nth degree. I think it's called marketing. And uh, I, I think it's intentional. Um, you know, again, uh, the way you frame, you know, the way you framed it up, the way you said it, I don't, I don't know if it was intended for that to be how it was delivered, but I think the way that it's received and people are talking about it, I guess, or that, I mean, it's kind of died off though. Right. I mean, I'm not hearing a whole lot of noise about it now. So, no. um, but who, who do you think? Yeah. So who do you, in your prediction, now, let's just take it one step further. Who's playing different clubs come January, February next year. Well, I can tell you Abe answer. He is going to continue keeping <laughs> those mirrors in the bag. I, I'd say after this victory, I think he's playing the MC two Oh ones, I believe. Um, which fantastic clubs actually play those in the five and six iron. Uh, who's going to be playing different clubs? Because the big one this uh, year was Rom, right? Rom went to Callaway. Yeah, yeah, he went to Callaway. Yeah. Um, uh, well, they, there's no way in hell they're getting rid of Ricky, so that that's not going to happen. Uh, Justin Rose probably. Uh, you he know, might I sign think, a deal. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I think uh, I think Rose has got to make uh, top twenty-five, uh, maybe top ten this week to um to make it to uh, the first cut of the playoffs so. is this correct that brooks does not have a club deal no mm -mm. no he plays uh, i think he's callaway driver he plays mizuno irons 
I think he's Titleist Wedges and he's uh, Cameron Putter. But yeah, he didn't have a club deal. Hmm. Yeah, which that's, yeah, you know, I'm surprised that more people, because with like when Tiger came back, what, a couple years ago, uh, well, I guess when Nike announced that they weren't, you know, that we're getting out of the, the equipment side uh, or club manufacturing. And, you know, Tiger came back and Tiger didn't have a club deal because he was playing, I think he was playing Taylor May, Driver. Obviously the, uh, the Scotty, uh, Scotty putter, I guess he's playing tailor-made irons. I'm not sure. It's, I don't know if he's playing anything right now, but let's see a picture of him though. He's, I guess he's going in for some treatment or something. So he looked like he's getting around good. Yeah. But uh, so who, uh, back to the, your question, who's going to be playing different clubs? I don't, I don't know. I don't man. know. If, that, I don't think there will be one. I don't know. You know, it's cause it's, I, it's fun. Yeah. To see I, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know if we'll see like that, a big change up like that, you know, like the, like the ROM thing that happened. However, I guess with the success that ROM had in that club change, I mean, I would think that some folks are kind of, are, are more apt or would be more apt to make the switch and seeing what he did, how he did it, the success he's had with, with moving over. Right. So, I mean, and, and again, I don't, I don't, the clubs, I don't think make these guys what they are and what they do. I think you can shit, give them, persimmons and uh you know would eh, probably i don't know if i'd go that far but uh but that would be fun though like a tournament which with just uh, like a pga tournament with uh give them like some old 1970 1950 equipment fun. man let, let them let them go let's see these guys go you know because you're going to take the 300 driving out of the category. Uh, I guess you're going to probably less spin that's happening with wedges. A little, and like, stuff, little, so. little, little throwback, little throwback. You know how the yeah, baseball, they put the old uniforms on. They should have like an old, like uh, put the persimmons out there and let's, let's do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Could, uh, could, could be good, man. Could be good. Uh, let's see. All right. So let's head to, we're heading to your home state this week. Mm-hmm. Um to Greensboro, North Carolina, to the Wyndham Championship. Uh, are you surprised by some of the names that are in the field this week? Well, there's some more that are, uh, you know, this is one of the fun tournaments because it's the last one before the playoffs. So you get a lot of guys that are trying to make the playoffs come and play this. And it's what changes things up a little bit different every, you know, every year. Some guys that are kind of lobbying for it or whatnot. Like, I, don't, I don't think Louie, uh, I'm really surprised Louie's playing. I'm really surprised. Yeah. Yeah, so we're heading to, uh, again, the Wind of Championship at Sedgefield Country Club in Greensboro, North Carolina. Just over 7,100 yards, par 70, Bermuda Greens again. And this is a Donald Ross design. Um, what's going to have, so what's, uh, you know, the past winners? Uh, we'll give you five. So Jim Herman last year, JT Poston, Snedeker, Stinson, Siwoo Kim, and DL3. So I would say the majority of those people, what they have in common is they are not long hitters and they are fantastic ball strikers. And I think that's really what we're going to see this week. Uh, I think, you know, as far as fairways hit, this is one of the higher percentage courses out there. And I think it's going to be a, uh, a wedge and a putter fest, man. It's going to be, uh, you know, Hey, drive it. And who's hitting it close. I think those are the, those are going to be the key stats that kind of say who's going to win this golf tournament and who's going to be able to get to, uh, 20 below or better. So another birdie festival, just, uh, I mean, I don't know how many more birdie festivals I can watch. It makes me feel so bad about my game. Like I'm, I'm over here like, Oh my God, I shot a 77. Look at what I did. Like, hey, Raise a glass. <laughs> exactly. 
And, but, and, you know, and, and these guys are out here, you know, I mean, it's like, um, and I didn't Sam burn or somebody shoot like a 59 here one year. I don't know. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, I would say uh, not a very penal course and um, uh, definitely it's going to be a uh, scores, a scores dream. Um, I don't know anything else about the course other than, uh, I mean, it's a fun, we've been there a couple times, right? It's a fun place to go and uh, watch a golf tournament. It's uh, a great, great time. Frances Reeve. It's a great time. Yeah, it's a great time there. And the weather has not been as hot as it's been in the past. So we're looking here, you're looking like 93 on Friday, but 91 for the majority of it. We might get some rain on the weekend, 30, 40% chance on Saturday and Sunday, but it's not going to be as nasty as it's been in the past. And I'm sure Balionis will love that for her hair. Ooh. <laughs> Last year she was complaining about it. I know, I know. Yeah, it's so humid out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one, the fun thing that they do there, uh, and I, I forget what it is, but they do that huge sandcastle, mm. uh, that, that, the, like the sand sculpture thing right at the entrance there, which is, uh, which is always pretty cool to see. So, yeah, so great, uh, fun, fun tournament, man. If you haven't been to the Wyndham Championship, it's, uh, I would say it's, um, a kind of a lower key tournament where you you know got access to everything, easy to move around, you know, not overly crowded. Course was pretty easy to walk. I mean, nothing uh, nothing too strenuous. So I guess it depends on how much you uh, celebrate while you're there, uh, on how easy it is to walk. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is Eric Kay from Holmes Key Rum, and you are listening to Birdies and Bourbon. All right, man, let's peel through this thing. Let's, um, uh, who are you surprised that's there? So in the $10,000 and above range, the elite squad of golfers, you got Hideki, Luio, uh, just that, Hey, just the course stud Webb Simpson and Will Zalatoris. I think this is second week in a row. He's been in that, uh, upper, upper premium tier, Patrick Reed. It seems like he's on his 28th week in a row. I don't think it's quite that much, but I think it is seven or eight weeks straight for him. Uh, and Jason Kokrak round out the $10,000 range. Who are you seating in $10,000 or higher Dan? Closure. And, and are you surprised? Are you surprised to see Hideki at $11,000 as the most expensive player? No, but give me a second here. So close your eyes. Uh, don't look at your screen. Let me let me give you a little couple stats here. Missed the cut in 2018. Last five starts, T59, cut 77, withdrawal T8. How much do you think that player is? Uh, I think that player is... Ten thousand three hundred. <laughs> I mean, seriously, those are not great stats. I know, I know the guy's a stud, but I mean, his I knew he had some back problems or whatever. But holy <laughs> cow! I mean, ten thousand three hundred. Uh, I mean, yeah, and he played great last week. I'm not picking on the guy, but this. I mean, good lord! I don't know how to think about some of this pricing. Do you? Uh, 
Uh, yeah, Willie Z, just from a stats perspective, and by the way, thank you to Fantasy National for providing us with the information. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I, I, and by the way, thanks, Turtleson, for uh, providing us with this great attire. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised to see him still sitting in the $10,000. Well, hold on. Let me ask you this. So, so if, if you think Willie Z is overpriced at 10-3, who do you replace him with? In any 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 range, who who do you who you who you're putting in there? Uh, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, you know, the question is, you know, if you drop him down, who comes up? I mean, I think Reed yeah. Reed could come up. You could flop those. You could swap those two. Kokrak. Uh, I mean, Kokrak's been playing great. Look at Kokrak last uh, five starts or so. It's he won. Then he missed a cut. Then it's T twelve, T twenty six, T thirty four. So I mean, that, that's solid, right? I mean, he's yeah. little, he's a little cheaper than him. I'd I'd swap those two. Um, yeah, I, I get your point is, but I mean, just the recent form hasn't been good. But I guess he's back in form now with his back. So. It, yeah, it, it's it, it's not. But I, I think the other catch there is I, I think you've got some. Uh, you know, I think the naming convention is what you're buying in that situation, right? I don't know that you're. I don't know that you know. Is anybody going to pay ten thousand three hundred dollars for Siwoo Kim, for uh, uh, Seamus, oh, for Seamus Powers? <laughs> Uh, is anybody going to pay? I mean, I would say Sunjay just with course, his course history here, but I don't, you know, it's a recent form hasn't been that good. So, uh, who do you like in the $10,000 range? Who's, uh, who's going in a lineup for you? Uh, well, Louie O is, uh, Mr. Locke these days. Um, I like him last couple starts, uh, T17, T2, T3, two T18. He is, uh, first in shots gained total against this this grouping this pair you know this field uh, second in putting around the green 34th approach second I mean he's great so 10,700 17.6% projected ownership uh, 19 out of 20 cuts made so I mean the man has just been on fire I like him I like Hideki I mean Hideki's been really playing well so there's T2 at the St. Jude withdrew at the Rocket T26 at the US Open T62 at Memorial T23 at PGA but then he was also in the Olympics he played well there too especially on Sunday right making a charge uh, I like him here at 11,000 he's the priciest guy out there but I think he's really kind of getting in the form going into the playoffs I think he could be really deadly going into the playoffs and he plays here a lot so where do you where does it see uh, we saw him here last time he was here in 2019, he missed the cut, T11 and 18, T3 and 16. So he likes this place. I don't know what was going on in 2019. I think he probably saw you and got scared of your, of your 77. And uh, he said, <laughs> he said, well, let's qu- quake it in those boots. <laughs> uh, I definitely feel like that was a dig. So projected ownership rate for Hideki at 13%. I mean, I'd say it's pretty reasonable considering you're going to have Webb. It's projecting him at 20%. Obviously, Webb's got a better track record here. Luio, everybody's going to be all over him at uh, probably north of 18%. Could get to 20 I would expect, just in, in uh, the way that guy's been playing. But yeah, I mean, I, I think, ab, you know, 100%, man. I think you got to go Weber on this one. T3, second, T2, third, and then T72 in 2016s. But who's counting? I, I don't know how you don't put Webb in a lineup here. And, uh, yeah, it, it's it's Webb all day long. Louie? 
hasn't played here uh, back through 2016. I don't know if he's got history here, but again, I don't know that it's going to really make a difference. I, I think the course is going to set up really well for him for his game. So yeah, I'm, I'm probably on Louie and Webb here out of that range uh, just because I'm saving a little bit of money on Hideki. And I, I mean, Patrick Reed's got it. I mean, he's, he's a previous winner T nine last year, T 22 and 19. And then uh, 16, he was T 22 again. So I don't know, is it, you know, what's the fatigue going to look like for, um, for Patrick? I, I don't know, but I mean, course history says everything is great. So, uh, and Coke rack too, T15, T6, T57, T16. So good course history. I mean, pretty, for the most part, Outside of the guy you called out at the beginning uh, of this range, I mean, I don't think there's a miss in the ten thousand dollar range. No, not really. No, no. It's a, it's a strong range, and the the challenge with this type of tournament is, as you go down, it gets a little tougher. So you're only going to be able to take like one of these guys. Obviously, obviously, you only take one of these guys if you can get them in there, but uh, they're expensive. So we'll see, right? So, yeah, yeah, for sure. So $9,000 range. Um, we don't need to go through the whole list. Anybody in there stand out in anybody in there? Yeah. In, in, in why the hell are they in here? Or, uh, I can't believe, uh, that that's it. I mean, my favorites here, uh, I love Sunjay plays well here. Uh, so his last couple stars, T46, T47, T8, T35, T35, um, projected ownership 12.4. Let's see. He, was T9 in 2020, T6 in 2019. I think he's a must-play. And then I was going to give you one more in this category. Um, I mean, the Wolfman's starting to come on. So T17 last week, T39 at 3M, T58 the Rocket, <coughs> T15 at the U.S. Open. We know he's had some struggles with um, um, where's his head at, if you will. And um, But I think I, I don't think he's played here before, right? Um not that I see. Well, T nineteen in uh, in twenty nineteen. So he okay. obviously he can play this course well. I mean, he he's a good play this week. I think he's coming around. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I I actually like the Matt Wolf play. I think that the you know, ownership's projected to be what less than five percent, so low single digits. So I think that's probably uh, you know uh, uh, a lean for me. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I do like Matt Wolf here. Uh, Russell Henley's got a good track record. I think the $9,000 range is kind of a sweet spot. I mean, yeah. just looking at, at tournament history with, uh, with what's happening here, who, you know, uh, who, do, uh, let's see Henley T9, third T31, T46, uh, Siwoo Kim. I mean, shit, if you're playing Siwoo anywhere, if, you, if you've had Siwoo Kim in a lineup, this is the one. You, you got to play him here. I think right. T three fifth. He did miss a cut and, and he's a winner here. So, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's digging the, uh, the Donald Ross design for sure. Um, I don't know if I'm going for two people. Uh, I like, uh, I'm probably going to Russell Henley and I want to say Siwoo really bad, but I, I think this is a place where Matt Wolf can kind of get sneaky and, uh, and really put something, uh, and uh, and post some low scores so i'm probably going those two the guy that i'm surprised about here i hate to say this uh well two guys right and two veterans is um the man from down under mate mm. and uh and bubba watson i'm sorry i mean there's some people even in the eight thousand dollar range i'd probably switch those guys out so, i like Harmon here too you know did we talk about Harmon? nope 
Yeah, I mean, Harmon has been on fire as well. But uh, T36, T19, missed a cut. T5, T19, 9900 10.2% projected ownership. Um, he, let me get up another page here. T27 and 20, T6 and 19, missed a cut in 16. That's a long time ago, but he plays well here. It's his type of course. I like him here. And I don't think we talked about Kokrak, but I don't see how you can go away from Kokrak this week either. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's what we were saying. The $10,000 range outside yeah. of Willie Z, yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, if I were fading anybody in 10,000, then, to, you know, that's, again, I hate to say Patrick Reed at this golf course because he's got a great track record here, but he's been playing a lot of golf. Uh, this is uh, a yeah. Kokrak kind of course where it's kind of like, you know, you know, it, chip and putt and he's been putting lights out and it reminds you a little bit of colonial kind of thing right and it's just i could see him winning this week let's see who's uh in in our i'm looking at 24 weeks see who's leading in putting adam had one hmm. adam i don't know buddy Lynn louio at uh louio's ranked second in putting hank labiota third uh, are we moving down to the eight thousand dollar range? We are. We are. Yeah. We still. I don't think we talked about Kokrak specifically, so I wanted to do that. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, and yeah, he's ranked six in uh, in my model around the greens. He's a little shaky, but uh, yeah, from approaching, you know, it's definitely in the uh, looking good. So you know, oh, good lord, down here in the eight thousand dollar. Seamus Powers and Ricky Fowler. Give <laughs> me Fowler Ricky and Power. Fowler. <laughs> uh, I, hey, I, I can't wait to talk about my one and done. So, uh, I, don't, I mean, Ricky, he's not looking that bad, man. No, of course it's, not. I, I mean, compare, comparatively speaking, I mean, if you go back to the first half of the year and look at where Ricky was, and then we've got a T34, T53, T32. He missed a cut at the Travelers. T11 at Memorial. And I think, I think he has to finish in the top 15 to make the FedEx playoffs. And he's never missed one. So, I mean, it's the course is not overly hard. Weather looks like it's going to be cooperating. There's, there is some skin in the game here for Ricky to make the FedEx Cup playoffs. I think it's in the cards that Ricky Fowler is going to, I mean, shed at least a t- top 15. Yeah, I do too. I, I think Ricky's going to play great. This this is his kind of course. He's played here before, um, and uh, it, it's going to set up well for him. So I, I think it's a great play uh, for you uh, with him this week. And I hope he misses. Yeah, I, hope, and, I hope. And I hope he misses the cut. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm just kidding. Hate mail is on. You hear that dingy I'm in the background? I'm just kidding. I'm, you know, I'm Team Ricky. I'm just kidding. Secretly, secretly behind closed doors, Dan despises Bucky Fowler. Only just when, saying. only when just he's saying. Cal's one and done pick. That's the only just time. <laughs> I, I may change my mind. Don't write that down because, I, now, to your point, Seamus Power. He's ranked number two in the model. He's doing nothing bad. Barbersaw Championship winner. T eight at the deer t8 at the rocket mortgage t19 travelers t19 palmetto seamus how do you even spell seamus dan (laughs) i mean that's a great pick man he's playing lights out lights out yeah that yeah i mean he's he's doing nothing wrong i mean last 24 rounds i mean this guy's just so solid i mean you've got him projected at 16 percent ownership at 8500 dollars, and just below him you got kevin kisner which i think this course sets up really good for kids mm-hmm. and you know i mean he's uh you know putting wise he you know couldn't be better but 63 73 t8 t5 and t55 so 
I don't know. Kiz is probably a good play. Well, hold on. I, I, well, well, Kiz, yeah. Kiz was T3 here in 20, T42 yeah. and 17, T10 and 16. He plays this place really well. Yeah. Sets, sets up well. Uh, okay. My sleeper pick in the $8,000 range, though, it is not the same as your sleeper pick, which is probably Justin Rose. Uh, and by the way, I think Justin Rose probably, for if we're betting and I am a betting man. I don't think, I don't think Rose is going to make the FedEx cup playoffs. I want him to, I just don't think he's going to. However, uh, Charles Schwartzel coming in hot, man. T2 at the three M T26 Barbersaw T19 at the U S open T53 at the Memorial. I mean, I don't know where Charles is. Charles has been, but, uh, he's, Seems like he's got the ship righted. It, uh, I say sleeper pick. I mean, he's projected to be what almost twelve percent mm-hmm. right now. So I, I guess that's not much of a sleeper. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I definitely like. Uh, I like Charles here. I like Sheamus. I like Ricky. I mean, this. I like a lot of this eight thousand eight thousand dollar range. I like his. I like Streelman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see who don't I like in the 8,000 range. I know you're going to ask me that. It's just, I, I, I felt it coming. Uh, I, I don't think I like Rose here or Roy. I'm just saying, I'm or, just saying or, or EVR, not even EVR. Yeah, or, or EVR. Yeah. Yeah. Both of those guys probably fading those during this tournament. Yeah. Um, $7,000 range. You know, uh, you know who I'm taking. You, you know, I'm taking uh, Brant Snedeker, uh, T11, T19, T38, uh, in his last three tournaments. But at uh, at the Wyndham at Sedgefield Country Club, T42, T39, winner, and T3. I don't mm-hmm. know how you can get around that. Jonathan Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, man. Like he's uh, since 2016, he's played here twice and he missed both cuts. Uh, I don't know why that is because I, again, it's not an overly hard course, but I mean, not even making the cuts kind of, you know, but recent form, Good. he's, t- he's yeah. totally there. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. every, every, everything is like, well, I got to play that guy. But, uh, yeah, course history here doesn't look very good, especially when you got some of the other, um, uh, some of the other folks below, e- even talking about recent form with some of the other, uh, some of the other folks below. So I don't know, who you like in the $7,000 range. I like Schneds Vegas and uh, there's one other person. Uh, Schneds Vegas. Did I get on HV three here. Yeah, I am. Labio- I am. Labioda? No, HV three is what I was going. Um, I missed my screen here, but yeah, HV three was T seven in twenty, T sixty in nineteen, T fifty three, T ten. So he likes this course. Uh, recent form for HV three. Uh, he's a ways down here. That's why I didn't see him earlier. Uh, T eleven at the John Deere. A lot of miscuts in there, but I, I think he's been showing some signs of improvement. Just watching the guy play. So I'm um, I'm, I'm on I'm on HP three this week here. Hometown kid, you know, went to East Carolina, lives in Charlotte, an hour and a half away. I think he does well here. Poston's recent form looked like so. What he won here three years ago. And I'd be on Hammer and Hank too, man. Holy cow! I, like who? <laughs> Is this guy a professional golfer? Where did he come from? Where did he come from? Good Lord. Um, where is... Uh, oh, yeah, Kazire. So he's ranked uh, 2 in points, 16th in strokes gained total. 
that's not who I was talking about. Oh, I was talking about Poston. Yeah, Poston's kind of struggling a little bit. Let's see what his re- let's see what he's done recently. So I, I'm looking at past twenty. I looked at twelve and twenty four. I didn't see much difference. So uh, he does putt really well on Bermuda. Jay Poston does. And you got 28th at 3M, second at Barbersaw, Mr. John Deere, 40th at the U.S. Open, 65. Uh, maybe. I mean, he's got a good, he's got good course history here. So I, I don't know. Maybe I am leaning a little post in here. Um, but for sure, uh, Sneds uh, all day. Jonathan Vegas, I mean, I want to say yes. It's just putter probably is going to be questionable here. Uh, I think Taylor Gooch might look good here. I mean, his uh, his weakest. Uh, ranking is off the tee, but fairways are going to be easier to hit at this course and what he's been playing. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm going, uh, Labiota, Sneds and, uh, who else is in the seventh? I mean, I don't, Zach Johnson, maybe T34, yeah, T25. Well T- yeah. yeah. They plays really good at the course. So, uh, I don't know. I guess Labiota, the only thing he's ranked third in the model. The only, he did withdraw from the three. I don't know. Did we see why he withdrew from that? It's that a, that was it, a couple of weeks ago. Like his dad was in, um, was having some per- trouble. Yeah. I think it said personal reasons, but I didn't, I didn't I think his catch dad, his dad was having some health stuff going on. Yeah. I got you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes is ranked 95th. Yeah, I was looking at him too. Yeah. I mean, recent form T6, T14, T76, T15. I mean, like the nut the, the the his results look good, but man, it looks like he's uh, he's been struggling off the tee, struggling on approach, and I just don't think this is the kind of course where that's going to set up very well for you. Given, uh, I mean, it's it, it's hey, give me give me a driver, a wedge, and a putter, and uh, let's uh, let's go get it done. So don't forget about Doc Redman, seven thousand bucks, T three wow. last year, home hometown guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did meet his dad there. Did we, we did. meet his dad last year? Two two years ago. Two years guess, ago. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was, uh, that was a fun time, obviously. Um, no, no, my, okay. I'm not frozen up anymore. Um, yeah, I'm still frozen up. You'll have to carry the, you'll have to carry the weight as usual, Dan. I can hear you. No, no, no. My, I'm saying my screen on, uh, my oh. screen's frozen. Yeah. So I like the 7,000. There's a lot of good plays down here. $7,000 range. Yep. Uh, Chaz Reavy. Plays really well here. Adam Shank is another one that's. Uh, let's see where. Let's see where Ryan Armour. Right at seven thousand uh, was uh, seven thousand, I believe. T six T five last two starts. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's probably a solid play. Um, who else? I mean, Chris Kirk's been firing off pretty good. T fifty one, T eleven, and T forty six in his three outings at the Wyndham. Uh, the, what, uh, uh, hold on. So I'm going to screw it as uh, Slovakia. Was it, is he Slovakian? Is that Sabatini? The mm. Slovakia that he signed up? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, uh, shit. I mean, it's 7,300 bucks. So he, he missed the cut last year, but um, T6, T57, T4 for 7,300 bucks. For a, for um, a silver medalist? For, a sil- <laughs> for an Olympic silver medalist. I'm just saying. I mean, that could, could be something there, man. Uh, who else we got in here? Yeah. You've mentioned Ryan armor. I think that's probably a good one. You mentioned Redmond is a good one. Uh, yeah, it's probably my $7,000. I mean, I guess there's uh, Keith Mitchell. I mean, it's, it's, it's hit or miss, but I, I mean, you know, with this field, I mean, I could see Keith kind of turning something on here and going, uh, top 20. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Joel Damon, same. I mean, I could see that happening there for him as well. Uh, $6,000 range. Uh, let's see. Is there anybody we want to just note? Because, I mean, if you went heavy up top, uh, so Michael Thompson, he's got to do, uh, I think he needs a top 25 to make the FedEx Cup playoffs. It could be, could be more than that, but uh, he's, he's, he definitely is in contention to make them. Uh, Hermie. 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 I <laughs> think. Like, he was leading last week, wasn't he? Or no, he wasn't leading, uh, yeah. but he was like close or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he had a hell of a match uh, or a hell of a round. Uh, Camilla Villegas, uh, you know, that's someone that he can, he can make the playoffs with a good showing. Uh, who else is in here that I'm kind of leaning on? Uh, Matt Kuchar, he hadn't played here since 26. Wait. He hasn't played here through 2016, so I don't really know where Kuchar's game is. He's Watch out for struggling. Duffner, man. Watch out for Duffner. Duffner. Uh, the Sauce Man, I got a feeling the Sauce Man is not going to make – I think he's got to be top five. I don't think the Sauce Man's making the FedEx Cup playoffs this year. Um, and who else here? Richie Warinsky, T39, T53, T10, if you need to get down in, uh, into the $6,700 range. Uh, who else is down here? Matt Kuchar. Yeah, Matt Kuchar. I don't know. I don't like where he's at, man. I'm, I'm I know, but he's, that's cheap for Matt Kuchar. Right? I know. Like, yeah, oh, well, that's, that's, what, that's what happens when you're playing like that. Uh, Denny McCarthy, T9, T22, and T36 for $6,400. Maybe something there. Uh, yeah, probably good uh, with six thousand dollar range i think there's so many people in that seven eight thousand dollar range that you you don't you're not really going to need to go down that low i mean um norlander's uh getting into form yeah not yeah look looked uh looked pretty good so um yeah that's kind of where i'm at with that one dan uh okay one and done i want you to go first because uh this may be long for maybe i may be long-winded in my one and done I'm going. Uh, Mark Hubbard. Okay, mark it down, Dan. Yeah. Mark it down. Brian Harmon for me. Ooh, Brian Harmon. I think I played him earlier this he year. Did. By the way, speaking of, well, uh, what are the standings on the one and done? You're ahead by like three point three point two five million. And the purse of this thing is like six point four, so the winner is going to come away with like one and a half or something. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, so you need a, you need a win, man. I need a win, but I've got, I've got the playoffs coming up too. Yeah, it's true. So Brian Harmon's going to miss the cut. And I'm probably playing DJ next week. <laughs> DJ's definitely going to miss the cut. So uh, I, I like where this is. I like where this is going. Okay, I'm, I'm stepping out on a limb here. I know that you think you're going to call bullshit on this one. But he's so beautiful in those Corona commercials. In the sand, with the sunlight glistening off his face, the, the sunlight reflecting off of that bottle that's perspiring, and then the, 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 the water dripping down off of his hand in that floral outfit. Give me Bucky Fowler, and I, I don't know. Could, could be a victory. Could be, I could put the nail in the coffin this week. So, can I ask you a question? Are the Olympics over yet? Like completely done, or no? I don't think so. But you might like, you might be, be in trouble. 
Come on, Rick. Let's watch. Let's watch. Come on. Let's watch. Oh, no. Oh, I, 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 I can't believe. I can't believe. I can't believe you said something like that. Hold on. You, hold on. You. Bing. you know what? That, that's, that's hate mail, man. That's more hate mail. That's I'm just saying he's mail. married to an Olympian, like the Summer Olympics kind of stuff. She probably wants to watch it with him at three o'clock in the morning. This is true. And hey, and again, congratulations. I mean, she is pregnant. So it's like, hey, let's uh, let's take it easy here and then give a rest. <laughs> uh, let's OK. So so notables. Uh, let's see. So Mark Hubbard's got to finish top five to make the playoffs. Mm. Ryan Moore, top five to make the playoffs. Sabatini, top five. Molinari, the sauce man, has got to make he's got to finish top five to make the playoffs. Uh, top tens. You got. Uh, notables here. Fleetwood's got to finish top 10. Rose has got to finish top 10. I'm, I've got a point. I'm getting there. Getting there. Top 15, Nate Lashley, Michael Thompson, Camilo Villegas, Roger Sloan, and Bucky Fowler. <laughs> top 15. I think the cards are aligned for Bucky to make a top 15 finish. And maybe, maybe he could even get a win here. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, hey, let me just uh, catch up on a couple other notables here. So top 25 to make the playoffs. You've got uh, C.T. Pan, Adam Scott. Ryan Armour and Patrick Rode. Pat, we didn't talk about Patrick Rogers. That's another good one that uh, I think he, he he's uh, he's kind of sneaky good here. This, uh, this is a good uh, good track for him. Matt Kuchar and Bo Hogue, top 25 to make the playoffs. Matt, I got a feeling he and um, the sauce man are going to be uh, scheduling other tea times for the rest of the uh, season. And Ches Reeves got to finish top 40. That's, I would say that's probably doable here. Dylan Fratelli, maybe. Uh, top 35s are Richie Warinsky and Scott Stallings. Again, that's to make the FedEx Cup playoff. So uh, I, I like Bucky for a top 15 here, man, to, uh, to finish, uh, to make it the playoffs. I do, too. I'm just giving you some crap about it. No, I think that's a great play. Um, again, he likes this course. He's played here before. Hasn't played what, here, what's that? Hasn't what, played what, here often, what? but oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, recently. No, that, that, no, that's Dan. Yeah, that, no, that's Dan <laughs> making all the negative comments about Ricky Fowler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan, no, no, Dan, Dan, Dan is like the least, the 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 lesser attractive of the two of us. The one that looks like he shaved today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, that, Dan. Can you wave? Can you wave so they know which? Yep, yep. That's him. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Uh, Cease and desist on the way, buddy. Oh, good, good. So, do you uh, this close to Atlanta? Ricky's pretty close to Atlanta here, you know, because he's not in South Florida. Do you think he'd be making any trips over to Atlanta while he's here? Maybe doing some uh, Delta commercials for that Delta variant. I, uh, it's, it's, it's very, it's very. Where's my mask? Where's my mask? I need my sunglasses and my mask. Whenever I fly commercial, I fly Delta <laughs> with a, with my mask and sunglasses. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, no, he ain't coming down here. No, he's, he, he's he's getting ready to go make the playoffs. Well, you know, you kidding corona, me? Corona signed him up last year because he had the the corona outbreak, and they needed to they look. Who's got the best Q score for us to get our image back right? That's like, oh, you know, Ricky Fowler. Now Delta variant. I'm like, oh, Delta Airlines. I'm like, damn it! But, Come hey, on, but, why didn't you but, name it? Why didn't you name it the United variant? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bucky! Uh, God, I, I hope he wins this tournament. I mean, I listen. Here's what I hope: because if he wins this tournament, I think it's pretty much a done deal. And I think if he wins, if he wins, 
Well, I don't. I'm. I'm not gonna. No, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it after that. Talk about it after. You the may time, be but, ahead in earnings, but I'm sure I'm ahead in FedEx points. <laughs> uh, noted. Uh. <laughs> noted. Uh, let's see what's coming up on the show. I don't know anything else about the Wyndham championship other than I'm pissed off and I'm not going to be there. This I may get in the car and just drive my ass up there. You never know. You should. You know, you should. I, I'm, hey, I am trying all things North Carolina today. I've got, that's good. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. We've got our, um, got our tobacco road uh, gear on, by the way, if you didn't know staff member, uh, it, only when I have that on, by the way, <laughs> like honorary staff member, they don't let me do anything important. Um, and I'm just totally kidding. I'm not even a staff member there. I played golf there one time. And uh, basically, I got the shit beat out of me uh, by the uh, by the pro there. Nice, nice work, Martha. Mm-hmm. But, Martha, we're coming back. And I don't know, that 77 at... Uh, <laughs> If I, if I pull together what I pull together, if I, if I show up with my game that I had yesterday, you know, it, it, you, all I can say is good luck. Good luck. We, got, we definitely got a skins match going. Um, and I will take strokes on par threes, by the way. I'm, I'm not too proud. Not too oh, proud. Boy. Uh, all right. So what's coming up on the show, man? Who, who have we? Oh, so we got some fun stuff. So we got a couple more minutes here. So, okay. um, uh, and I don't know if we're going to go live or not, but we do have a show coming up really soon with um, the, and I, I'm probably going to screw this up in the way I say it, but uh, I'll speak loosely it, with the, uh, with the reporter investigative reporter that was, that did the, um, that did the, uh, when Pappy gate was actually happening. So the investigative reporter in Kentucky uh, is coming on the show and we're going to kind of break down the whole uh, Pappy Gate show that's uh, that's on the heist and it's been out for a few weeks. So here, here's what I would say about the heist. I, I'm not necessarily advocating for you to go watch it. Uh, Dan and I just thought it'd be fun to kind of get a behind the scenes and and um, and uh, Mr. Bowman is. Um, He's yeah, he's featured in uh, in the documentary. I guess it's a documentary, whatever. The, that it, uh, we'll get clarification on what it is, but I'm going to call it a documentary for lack of a better term. And I mean, I thought it'd be kind of fun to get it like straight from the horse's mouth. Right. Because there's a whole lot. It, it's if you're into bourbon, whiskey, whatever, it's entertaining enough. But I think the shit that really goes down and that kind of gets broken down and who's doing what and how it's all happening. And you've got this sheriff that's like so just like laser focused in on this one dude that's I don't know. He's like a softball team captain or some shit. And but there's steroids, there's scandal, there's uh, like literally barrels of wild turkey in his backyard under a tarp. And then they're stealing uh, Pappy Van Winkle and all these things. So I think it's going to be a really, really fun kind of deep dive into it. Won't be, it'll be more about Pappy Gate than it will the show that's featured on Netflix. But I think it's going to be really cool to hear somebody that was that involved in the investigation, kind of getting into that deep dive of it. I think that's going to be a really cool show. Um, we've got, uh, I think we have split rails coming on the show pretty soon. I haven't used a, uh, haven't used these yet. I just got this today, but, um, we would like to know uh, if you were going to try and improve the flavor on a bourbon, which bourbon would it be? So, and I haven't, haven't used it yet. I think there's a couple in here. So I think they're probably one-time uses, uh, but we'll get the, uh, we'll get the spill from those guys. 
Uh, Good Times Bourbon is uh, is coming up pretty soon, like real soon. Uh, so they'll be on the show. I'm trying to think of who else. PB Die uh, had a chance. He did uh, caught up with him over the weekend, and um, you know, in PB fashion, he said, uh, "Good to talk with you, my friend." Long drives and short putts. Be sure to check out Tom Patrick Golf. Uh, he's got a really cool uh, show coming up on the 15th. It'll be an Instagram live with uh, another PGA um, teaching professional uh, or PGA coach. Uh, I don't know, Dan. What's that? What else do we have going on? Wow. I think this week we're going to be releasing uh, Clearwater Distilling. And uh, that was a fun show because we had some pretty unique um, spirits on it. When I say unique, I had never had a light whiskey before. And I thought it was like a Bud Light, but it wasn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you are into 14 year old whiskey and it is a light whiskey, some people it's some people sit on the fence about it. It was a thing and um, it was sourced from MGP. Uh, but go check out the show uh, with us and Clearwater Distilling. He did a uh, he did a rye and Armagnac blend, which is really good. And again, the um, the 14 year light whiskey uh, but i had it right behind me um but uh i did when i did get a message from him he said that he um he was almost sold out so if you're looking for a bottle of that and i would I actually got he did he sent a bottle for us to taste on the show and i ordered another bottle that's how oh, good the I light whiskey was, so. yeah oh yeah. man that's awesome yeah. Yeah. And a, a couple other people that um, that are friends of the show on Instagram had reached out because I'd, I'd posted some pictures of it. And they're like, hey, you know, what's it about? And I had some offline conversations with them. So I, I think there were three or four, at least three or four other people that ordered uh, some bottles of it and got the same feedback from them. They were like, holy shit, man, this is like, really good good. Stuff. So I got, it's like, I got to put this up because there's no more 14 year aged uh, aged use around. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, enough of that. Uh, long story short, we got a lot of good shit coming up. Hit the like button, leave a comment, good or bad. We don't care. We take it either way. We take hey, we take birdies and we take bogeys, mm-hmm. and we love good whiskey. Uh, until next time, Dan. Cheers. Cheers.